I'm Jeff Cook. And I'm TJ Wilson. And this is Around the Circle. I'm walking slowly. The Enneagram is a map of the human personality. It's a tool for navigating relationships, creates language for what motivates us and helps us look at the way we look at everything else. Most importantly, the Enneagram is a mirror because sometimes you need help seeing yourself. My name is Jeff Cook. I'm a philosopher in Greeley, Colorado, and with me is TJ Wilson, businessman, lover of theology, and Enneagram Ninja. Hello, and welcome back to the final episode about how we connect. This is the second part of our discussion about lack in relationships and what healthy responses can look like. We're going to jump in in the middle of this conversation. So if you haven't heard part one, you should go listen right now. Otherwise, here we go with the idealists and their frustration. Ones, fours, and sevens have their ideals that are unrealized. There is something here, again, that uh, it's almost like an abandonment. There's an isolating that takes place. And the the fruit that we've kicked out in the past is that ones, fours, and sevens will feel this sense of frustration mm-hmm. when their ideals aren't met. But that comes out of their repressed side. So for ones who can't get their heads around why the ideal wasn't met, this can be a difficult spot. I, I have thoughts on this. You have thoughts on on repressed thinking for ones? I think that um, the part of the repressed thinking is is it's sort of outsourced to their critic. It becomes this internalized sense of my own failure and and taking like discarding facts and and almost entirely relying on the sense that I am that I have failed these things and and like that frustration becomes an internal. In, it's pointed internally that that I have failed, and and I, like this is one of the reasons that it's so good for ones to have voices of support in their lives because their sense of every everything that could go wrong and everything that didn't go wrong is still they didn't do something right. Like that internal critic is constantly saying, "Here's what you could have done better," and in this place of lack, in the place where they're saying, look at how good the world could be. Will you come with me? And people are like, nah. And the sense of for them relies on that critic to tell them why other people didn't want what they had to offer. And it's because they failed, because yeah. there's something wrong with them. And it has no consideration for all of the things that they did right. It has no consideration for all of the things that have to do with the other people and why they're broken and why they might not want these ideals. It has no consideration for even the cons- the possibility that other people aren't concerned about the things that the one is because they don't matter. Like the, like we bring up the light bulb in the room issue a lot. Like ones need to fix that light bulb because the light bulb's out and the room is not performing to its optimal, it's not at the optimal level of performance and other people can't even see the light bulb. So the one is worried about something that other people don't even notice. And and the the lack of thinking can't prioritize what's real. 
worth naming that the the critic for ones is repressed thinking yeah. or is the result of repressed thinking. Ones are going to intuit the world and most of it's going to be very emotional. They mm-hmm. intuit their emotions. That's where ones live. They look like they're smart. They actually are ready, fire, aim sort of people. Right. It's all emotion. The The light bulb is an emotional reaction to spaces. Yep. It's not about thinking about, you know, how luminescent the room is. Right. The best thing to combat the inner critic is what TJ said, is voices who actually bring reason to right. the one. Because then that's going to silence that buzz of negativity. Mm-hmm. But that the critic is almost entirely emotional. It's, right. And it's a very negative, intuitive voice. And so when one can't get their thinking around the ideals that weren't met, that feeling of frustration moves in. It's an inward frustration. If only I, you know, was better. If only I could earn wholeness, that would be their, you know, their strategy in life. Then things would, would go better. Yeah. And there if only I had fixed that light bulb, more people would have come to my space. Right. And so that's that that that's where isolation lives for them. Yeah, letting letting the 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 I think it's really worth naming. I don't think I've put this together before, but that the the critic is not a a thinking. It feels like it's thinking, but it's not. Right. It's all. It's a hundred percent emotion yeah. towards something. Yeah. Uh, cursing alert. It it's not thinking. It's just being a bitch. <laughs> Yeah, I mean it's it's yeah. an ab- abusers aren't thoughtful people in that way. They're just they're trying to tear you down. That's, right. That's all the the, the, uh, the I don't know. It, it's, it feels to me like that's that's how the critic functions. Yeah. I'll have to think about it. See. <laughs> <laughs> Fours, unrealized ideals. This is gonna also be a place of feeling like they're abandoned. There's the envy. There's the melancholy. The repressed center for fours is their action center. You want to talk about fours not being able to engage action in this spot? Yeah, I think that the, this is a space where um, it, it's particularly important to, to draw in the, the term unproductive uh, when we talk about action for fours because I think that, that this becomes... Uh, like like when fours are in that space of of sort of feeling abandoned when they when they are looking for some type of incredibly idealist idealistic partnership friendship uh, whatever like they like we're going to go to the big places and and when that is not received or is rejected or uh, you know the other person is just average and doesn't really like is fine just you know hanging out and not necessarily living in these these like high highs and low lows the the that sense for fours combined with their motive about like they're feeling like something is is missing about them that that they're they're not in the right place that that they're they're left out of of these kinds of experiences and like it, it's a real sense of abandonment and and insignificance and and frustration that why are they the only one and that that isolation really comes in here that that they've been abandoned by the universe and it's it's not just that that someone didn't want what they had it's that that they're alone in the universe 
end. And I think that the withdrawal is is less about stepping back and more about unproductive doing. Like it, in the sense that like I, I don't think fours are going to be doing the things that they need to do to come out of this place. Yeah, that's a good word. I, I think they're they they might double down on having the big conversations, like like pushing harder for people to join them in their idealistic vision, which pushes people away and becomes really unproductive activity. And they'll they'll run to other things that will sort of fill them but not address the problems at all. Yeah. Um yeah. The image I have is from Breakfast Club, and I'm seeing Ali Sheedy in the back of the room with a black piece of paper, and she's frantically like brushing her hair, yeah, in order to to get the dandruff to drop onto the paper sure. to create yeah. stars. Uh-huh. This is very active, right? It's not very productive in right. addressing the isolation she feels, but she exactly. clearly wants somebody to to care about her, right? Right, and wants somebody to notice her by doing something that will keep people from talking yeah. to her. Yep. <laughs> like the, the, the unhealthiest ways that, that the, like that's a great expression of a really unhealthy way that a four might try to get somebody to notice them by doing something that m- makes people not want to talk to you. One, it being unique, maybe even, I don't know if that's significant, but, uh, Aiming at significance, you you missed. You're just strange and unusual. But hey, if if one if the one person who gets me uh-huh. comes over and starts talking to me because I did this, it'll yeah. all be you, worth it. And you win. It's incredibly unproductive doing. Hope he looks good in a wrestling outfit. <laughs> <laughs> and I Seven's. was like, Emilio. <laughs> <laughs> Sevens. Again, unrealized ideal. Uh, talk about uh, feeling repression for for sevens and how that leads to frustration. I think that again, a caveat for uh, this type. I, I think the the feeling repression is more about sort of relational repression uh, and also my own personal feelings. It's it's uh, sort of sevens are sevens are fine with the good feelings. They don't want to be stuck in the bad feelings. So they, they run away from the bad feelings, but in this place where they have this sense of abandonment, when, when they're offering an adventure to someone who says no, that sense of abandonment is that fine. I'll, I'll go do this alone by myself. I would really rather have people surrounding me, but I will do it myself. I'll go myself if nobody's going to come with me. And they trick themselves into thinking that they're fine with that and, and sort of like live in this sense of going on the adventure alone is better than not going on the adventure with someone else. Yeah. That I, I keep looking at my notes on this, which for the strategy for sevens is just take hold of joy. Yeah. That's their target and mm-hmm. that's their stance. Yeah. And I keep looking at like, what could be bad with taking hold of joy? And that's what it is. It's coming from this place of deep frustration. Yeah. Fine. I will go do this really fun thing you right. know, over here. But because they are running away from negative feelings, they're also running away from acknowledging that frustration. Sure. Yeah. 
So like, it's not frustration. It's okay. That's fine. I'll go myself. And, yeah. and they, they further tamp down the uncomfortable, the, the upset, the, the frustration that they experience from people not wanting to join them. All the while moving into a place of wait for it, kids isolation. Yep. And that's the fruit of, or, I mean, that's a result of all of these moves, right? I lack the connection and what does it look like for me and moving these places of isolation? The slippery slope is just right there. Yeah. And, and I think for some types it's, it's an intentional isolation. I think that eights push people away. Fives yeah. retreat from people, but for some it's an isolation because you were, uh, and you're essentially chasing after someone who's now running away from you because your response to this lack is unhealthy. Yeah, exactly right. I want to talk about uh, going just to go around the circle one more time, talking about how we withhold our gifts, withhold the things that we ought to be using our affect to connect with others. I think this is real common for all the types that when they haven't received the love that they want, oftentimes in their mind as well, I'm going to just hold these pearls to myself then. The ideals of making the world better are pearls. Why would I want to waste them on these people? You know, the, mm. the creating this space of excellence is, is, is such a beautiful treasure. Why would I waste it on these people? You know, yeah. I think all the types have that impulse or, you know, when, especially when I've been giving, giving, giving in, in the ways that I naturally connect with the world. That's my affect. It hasn't, you know, taken, it hasn't materialized as connection. And so my response is going to be, well, of course, then I'm just going to pull back. So twos, fives, and eights, you don't get my strength anymore. You're cut off. You know, you don't get my help anymore. You're cut off. No wisdom for you. Why would I waste it on, on others? Right. I think sometimes that can be a healthy move. We, I think we, we've cited this idea in the past with Jesus and don't, you know, don't, uh, waste your pearls on swine. What is it? Don't, yeah. don't, don't throw your, your pearl pearls before, before swine. <laughs> Makes a lot of sense. The, don't, uh, they will trample them and then they, they'll turn they will eat them and then turn and trample you. Yeah. That's how it works. Yeah. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's, that's the whole point. It's like, if you have pearls, don't put them in front of pigs because pigs will eat anything and they will eat your pearls and then they'll turn and kill you. I don't know why that's part of it, but <laughs> I have a strong suspicion. There's one biographer of Jesus that thinks that he was a farmer, not a carpenter. And I think mm, he's right. Sure. All of his stories are about farming. He sure. doesn't say one thing about carpentry. His yeah. dad's a carpenter. Sure. Dad died early, though. Yeah. Anyway, I think that's interesting. The <laughs> Notice that that comes out of, we talked about the negative hearts message. For eights, they're going to betray you. Yeah. Uh, and so don't offer your strength. Yeah, you know they're going to betray you. You're expecting rejection. That like it all ties together, and so obviously you, I I I think even more than uh like the, there's a lot to be said here about how these the sort of stress move the unhealthy stress move ties in with uh, this because I think I think there's there's a very similar like there's a very clear line about what we're saying and the move to stress. Mm -hmm. And 
like this is the place where you see the unhealthy part of the, str- the stress move. So eights moving to five is the, like the, at the unhealthiest place is I'm going to take my ball and go home because you guys are messing things up. Like right. it, it's I, I'm taking away. It's not just a building up of a wall, but it's a, a removal, a rejection of the strength that I have to offer. A, a refusal to continue offering that strength for I'm sorry for eights or fives eights yeah, okay I think I heard in five. in the move to five oh I see what you're saying they step okay, yeah. back and they take their ball and go home but but it's it's this thing that we're talking about it's it's a refusal to offer the strength it's a removal of the strength that I had been giving yeah yeah same with twos twos works that way as well the Twos, the opposite of the heart's message for twos is I'm not wanted. So if you're offering help, you realize in your heart, I'm not wanted. The move in eight is to get real self-defensive. Yeah, yeah. And and to to essentially say, okay, fine, we're doing it my way now. Yeah. And, and there's so much about like when twos are twos are offering their their help their care and and you were saying no and and you bring in this this pride and this the sort of like the earning of love and and the saying the 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 lack of real engagement with their thinking they move to this place where their their reactions are bigger and they're they're more about what to do in response to my feelings it's oh you don't want me fine i'm gonna take care of it myself Notice the emotional hurt there. Yeah. Just, I I think that's obvious when I say it, but if you really want to name, I think what the, like kind of the root of a lot of our emotional hurt for our type, it's going to be somewhere in these spaces. Mm -hmm. For fives, they're offering the wisdom. The opposite of the heart's message for fives is that my needs are a problem. How do you draw the lines there? Yeah, so with fives, like that my needs are a problem, that, the things that I, the, the basic parts of me, the, the fact that I do not feel comfortable just stepping onto the dance floor unless I have enough knowledge, that's a problem between us now. And, and you are going to reject me because I need to understand this before I need to have these resources. And, and part of the response there. It has to do like it's it's tied with that move to seven and when fives move to seven and, and become, you know, a little bit more nihilistic and a little bit more sort of like I don't care about things anymore that like that's part of where this is, is if my needs are a problem for our relationship, then I just won't have needs anymore. There it is. Yep. <laughs> I'll focus on the fun. Fine. I'll focus on the fun. That's good. Withholding, it seems just real obvious there the twos fives and eights they have this gift not received that move towards just pulling all your chips off the table taking your toys and going home that's mm-hmm. that's where those types can live in an isolated space and that's not a healthy place to be right but i imagine it's a hard place to be the eight thinks the i'm gonna get hurt by these people or you know the two things i'm not worthy of the love of, of these people mm-hmm you know, the five might think I'm a burden here. Right. And there is something about doing the hard work prior to these experiences 
where you have the the you know the strength of character so that you can wrestle with unrealized connection and broken relationships different because mm-hmm. otherwise this is what you're going to be left with right so right um, that's why I mean we've talked about it in the past and we do it a, quite a bit in our steps uh, series but this is why it's absolutely essential to do disciplines that build up your inner life that right. elevate your repressed center that make you a healthy person because otherwise you're just gonna you're gonna get crushed by the way the world is right three sixes and nines all creating those spaces you can stop creating yep for nines we already talked about this but you you can simply say go ahead and light your world on fire I right. will not stand in the way you right. know <laughs> right detach from from caring <laughs> detach it, yeah it's not just your physical presence of working for peace mm-hmm. the nine is also emotionally detaching right and not just emotionally I think it's it's uh detaching my care and my thought as well mm-hmm. because the it, it's way easier to just say ah, i don't care about you than than to engage than to actually deal with the you don't care about me i don't care about you it's easier that way let's all go somewhere else i think there's also a sense of like detaching from it's not just care but it's it's we we've been talking a lot in the news about quiet quitting, which I think is a silly a silly conversation because people have been doing this for <laughs> at least decades and nobody noticed it before and I don't know why we had to name it, but like it it like they're they're calling doing the bare minimum at your job and not doing extra quiet quitting. And it's like okay. like there's there's been thousands of people millions of people all over the world doing this for a very long time. And I think <laughs> when, when nines enter this space that of like lack of connection, of lack of, of reciprocation and like really start to pull in this message that, that our presence doesn't matter. Part of how we detach is by only doing what's expect, only doing what's necessary as well. So, like, say for instance, I worked at a church that I really struggled to, to to feel like my voice mattered there for a long time. The like, I slowly pulled away over the course of several years, and and continually. I the word you're looking for is decades. I believe. No, I wasn't there for multiple decades. I was there for 1.7 decades. <laughs> <laughs> but I wasn't pulling away for that whole time either. The 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 way that I was disengaging, the way that I was detaching was not by quitting. It was by just doing less yeah. and less and caring less and less about the work that I was doing. Yeah. To the point where when I left there were people that actually were like, didn't you leave already? <laughs> because my presence doesn't matter, so obviously I'm not going to insert my presence here. Yeah, it's uh, the reciprocation needs to take place for you to be animated about, about the right. relationships you're in. Right. Like If you don't feel cared for, I've given you these pearls. You don't care about them. I, I, at some point, it's not like one day you, you go cold turkey. It's... Slightly less, slightly less, mm-hmm. slightly less. It becomes habitual. Yeah. We're going through the motions. Yep. This is this is in all of our relationships. Of, right. 
like, I can't believe I'm actually still friends with this person because, you know, what are we doing? It's just kind of a drain. Right. But I also think it's it's all tied. Our, our stance comes out here as well because, like, eights are aggressive about pulling their stuff off the table. Sure. Twos, it still depends on how the other person is. They're still part of, like, they, they still require interaction in order to say this is the way we're doing things now fives withdraw five step away is step away from their sort of normal rhythms like the the withdrawal is is stepping back from engagement with with what they're what they normally do no you're right there it's about it's about your stance yeah how how you're gonna quiet quit is right. about your stance. Right. I suppose assertive types generally don't quiet quit. Right. They just leave. They quit. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm painting everybody with the same brush. I don't do that. I, that's <laughs> I, I, when I quit, I quit. It does end up taking uh, like there, it takes a lot for me to quit something. Mm-hmm. I'll generally give really solid energy until like a breaking point. And then I like, I'm done. I, I check out yesterday as it were. And, Oh, we'll get there. But I'll, yeah, I suppose that's right. (laughs) (laughs) Truth. Well, then bringing it to threes who are an assertive type, there's the detachment that's going to go on. I was trying to create this space of excellence for you. Not received. Detachment takes place. Otherwise, they know they're going to sink with the rest of these suckers. They'll be a failure and loser like those in that space. Right. At least that's how they would perceive it. Yeah, they 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 leave the the arena. Don't want to feel worthless. Right. Or even I like leaning into that feeling of worthlessness is I I don't have anything to offer here. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. Yeah, cuz you clearly didn't want to win. Right. What what value am I I'm wasting energy on you? Right. Efficiency comes into the language of a lot of threes. I feel like on on these yes. fronts, it's like yes. that, it's almost like that's the first sign. Like <laughs> we're not being very effective. I don't think right now. Come on, let's get this done. That's the yeah. telltale sign that yeah. uh, this probably isn't going to work out. This is what we got to do. Anything else on threes? We've, we've spent a lot of time on nines, but a lot of that same. It, well, here's it's the talk about quitting on this one because as opposed to quiet quitting for the nine, it's not going to be that way for the three. Yeah. Well, I, I, cause the, the threes comes out, uh, a little bit more aggressive. So, so they're like, like the nine is, is just going to like slowly slink away. And, and I think like thinking about the stress move, the nine moving to six, the unhealthy space at six is I'm only going to do exactly what I have to do to keep my job. Yeah. And I'm going to slowly slink away and slowly pass off my responsibilities to other people. I'm not just going to abandon you but I am going to slowly step back and stop doing as much while still doing what's necessary. The threes, because they are in that aggressive stance, because they are detached from their own feelings, I think it's a lot easier for threes to say, I'm leaving and here's why. Yeah. And probably are going to lace it with here's my new opportunities. Sure. Which are much better than the ones that were being offered here, by the way. Right. Notice again the uh, repressed centers with both those, the action repression of the nine, how that's worked into the language we're using, and the feeling yep. repression of the three that I think would, would color some of, some of that way of dealing with disconnection. 
yep. and detachment. Brings us to the sixes. The sixes also are creating those spaces for others. To jump to the punchline, one of the really destructive messages in the heart and mind of a six is that you're weak or that you don't have what it takes. Mm -hmm. It feels like detachment for sixes is in that space. If the space isn't safe and if I'm too weak to protect myself, then I clearly need to find another space where I can earn the, the faithfulness of the people around me. Was it, I suppose I can spin it as a question. What does detachment look like for sixes when they decide to withhold? I'm no longer investing in you. I, I, sixes get real tricky, I think, because the, you have that counterphobic response. Um, they, they, there is a phobic response and there is a counterphobic response because sixes are on a spectrum of uh, between outwardly fearful and uh, outwardly challenging. I think, um, like the devil's advocate side. And mm -hmm. when sixes find themselves in this space and, and they, they start to engage, they, they start to detach and they start to, to stop offering security. I think that the tendency will be to lean more into the counterphobic side and, and sort of become like the, the people who push out the leader you know, like, like in an organization the or yeah. um, in ceasing to offer safety and security and fidelity to the other, I think they're going to start pushing against the other. I think they're going like when they enter this space, when they feel like their, the, their thing is not received and, and they are going to say, okay, I am not going to offer this anymore. What I'm going to offer, like the thing that I'm going to do now is make sure that you like, like push against you, challenge you. Yeah. Like, like if, if you aren't actually up to this, then you need to leave. It's the reactive yeah. side of is what's going to come out there. Yeah. As opposed to the assertive or withdrawn. That's right. exactly what would happen. Right. And, and, and in that way, they're, they're sort of detaching from the sense of security and, and the, the person across the table in saying, I thought we had something and, and you, you aren't capable of it anymore. And so you either need to prove I'm, I'm wrong or you need to leave. Creates, I suppose it's just building on stuff that we said before, but it creates a doom loop again where I don't trust myself, I don't trust the world. That means I'm detaching from both. Mm -hmm. But then I, I have to engage, you know, something. I have to, right. I have to, I have to, I have to recklessly attach at some point in the future. Right. But then the distrust comes back up. Yep. And you just create a cycle there. Right. I'm looking for an authority, and no authority can be trusted. Yeah. Right. I'm That's looking for security, for. but nobody can be trusted. So withholding of faithfulness, does that come in then? I'm trying to look for language that, that is systematic that would apply here, but yeah, because the, the faithfulness that was offered previously is now taken off the table. Yeah. And that's what the withholding looks like. Right. Right. Yeah. It's taken off the table. Yeah. Bang. The idealists, I think they're the easiest to see. They're just going to stop pulling people into their ideals. Mm -hmm. So, oh, uh, and and also, I think that that frustration starts to turn outward here. Sure, yeah, that's going to yeah. be the motive for saying I'm holding my pearls back. 
Right. It's a, it's a, it's almost like an anger mm-hmm. at folks for not coming along and doing the amazing thing that's over here. Right. And again, those destructive messages for the ones it's going to be a reactive move, you know, well, fine. I'm taking my ideals off the table, mm-hmm. but it's reacting to the, to the energies of others. Yeah. I've put forth my best. And obviously no one wants what I have. Yeah. And they responded. Yeah. So part a primary, I've been thinking through this in terms of like, so I, so I quit my job at the university here uh, recently. The reason I quit, cause it was cause of just one letter I got. It was a, like a, it wasn't a letter. What is it? It was a job assessment. And the filter through which the person was processing my work was just like <laughs> demeaning and seeking to elevate the most negative elements. I'm really good at my job. Just need you to see like a couple of things that I do really well. I come to the world and I pull people into fantastic spots. If you're going to kick out, here's where you're flawed. If you're going to elevate those parts in my heart, like you are not a worthy place for my energy, but that's a, it was a, it's a very reactive move for me. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and incredibly personal and yep. filled with frustration, filled with frustration. And it's, it's, there's, there's a difference between, saying, well, I'm not good enough to do this job and saying, well, obviously you don't think I'm good enough to do this job, so I'll just leave. I think it is the case that I'm hearing from them, you're not, you're not doing this good yeah, enough. Yeah, I guess I, I said that wrong. I, I suppose on, I mean, just to build on that for a second though, because yeah. I think it can be helpful. Like for some of us, it would be the case that we would, in the midst of you know, our ideals not being you know, enjoyed by others, become self-critical. Right. I think I'm in a spot where like, I realize I'm really good at what I do. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to tell me I'm not good enough, I know that message. Yeah. I don't, I want nothing to do with that message. And that's why I'm going to leave, you know? Right. Right. And I think it like in, in sort of the most unhealthy terms that, that stepping back that, that withdrawal, it's, it's not even really a withdrawal. It's a, it's a, it's a reaction to that feeling that that people will not accept you because you're not good enough and and people won't yeah. engage in relationship because you're not good enough you don't want me here because i'm not good enough and and yeah so i, sp- I suppose for me i don't know if this is, this goes askew but for me it's like we could create something amazing we could make the world better right or you could actually judge my character i'm really not interested in the latter you know right right so i want to surround myself with awesome people who want to build things why would i want to enter atmospheres in which people see it as part of their job to create five page forms that are just here's your inadequacies 90 Mm percent of which are based on either irrelevant data or misinformation or or you know 17 year olds who are just got through COVID and aren't emotionally healthy (laughs) saying, I really didn't like this class or whatever the message might be. It seems to me that the reactive side is something there. Also agreed. It, that may be a clue towards all the types of saying, here's, here's what I signed up for, but I'm going to, I'm going to stop offering when I get this other message, Mm -hmm. you know? You signed up, you signed up and invested in a coffee shop. 
seems like a calm, satisfying space. Should be. It's what we're creating, friends. I'll give you a paycheck. Give you a solid. You can dress however you wish. You could choose the music. Got just a couple of requirements here. Yeah. You do your job. That's it. <laughs> I mean, I suppose I, I think that's I, I suppose that's what's in my mind that we have these expectations. They're not met. And oftentimes the, you know, the either expecting rejection, detachment or frustration come in when somehow there's invitations for our fears or those negative hearts message. I don't know. There's something there. It's a, it seems to come into play when I look at the fours. Fours are likewise trying to pull others into you know, this romantic vision when it's not embraced. You know, the, the, the belief might materialize in their minds that nobody sees me, that I'm not significant, I'm, you know, I don't matter. The melancholy, the frustration, all the emotions kind of wrap up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I think this, this is another place where uh, the frustration, it, 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 it has so much to do with what I'm missing. Like, it, it, no one sees me, and, and like, I, I don't have a place here. And, and like that, the frustration can easily be outward, but it's directed inward. Like you, like like you may put this frustration onto other people force and and that can often be a really unhealthy place it is like like displacing your frustration outward into the, re- the relationship that's that's not giving you what you're hoping for but if you can really see it and acknowledge it the it's all pointed at what you are lacking at, yep. at the fact that that nobody sees you and you're alone in this and again, notice that, yeah, and the difference being the ones are reactive. Here's the fours are withdrawn mm-hmm. in terms of that, that, that is the quiet quitting. It's a, yeah. it's a very melancholic stepping away. Right. Right. And, uh, like we didn't talk at all, talk much about the, the stress moves of the pregnant. I, I felt like I'd, I tried to pepper in the language without saying directly like threes yeah. go to nine nines go to six and six goes to three but but with ones that that stress move of of focusing on the ways that i failed i Mm -hmm. think is a big part of it like like it turns internal and and for fours the the stress move has to do with other people it's it's not just that i'm lacking something but it's I'm lacking something that prevents me from being connected to you. It, it's you have something that I don't. And yep. like, like it's, it's gauging my own self based on how other, how I in, assume other people see me. Yeah. Lastly, the sevens said, stop pulling people into whatever the, the next great big thing is. Right. They if leave. You, <laughs> if you spit on my, my hopes and dreams over here. Why would I invite you into this other place? Right. Of course. That, that frustration of, of rejection of, of not, of people not wanting to come along of, of even, I think in the places where like, like we, we so easily like sevens are, are the dancing monkeys and, and we want them to perform. We want them to entertain us that we, we want them to be the life of the party when they show up. And even that is a box in which other people are trying to contain them. Right. And, and so like, like frustration often comes out here for sevens in sure. that like, like 
why aren't you entertaining me the way that that you used to uh, right. or like i expect you to be happy and and you're not allowed to be something different and that frustration it manifests and it's like like for the seven i have needs and and like this is a place where i don't necessarily want to be the performer i don't want to to be the one who makes the party fun i i want somebody else to do that and and apparently it doesn't matter what i want it doesn't matter that I have needs too, that, that I have things that I might be going through. You don't care about my needs. And, and so the, the, the frustration ha- is all tied into that. It's all about being stuck in this place. And, and the reaction is because they're aggressive types. The reaction is to leave. I suppose in my mind, the seven's still going to do some, some great stuff, but you're not invited. Right. And maybe aggressively uninvited, you know. There's a cold side. Sevens can have a really cold side mm-hmm. in that space. In my in my experiences, where it's we're doing the thing, we're doing the thing. In the but I'm gonna go over here and do something without you can be. Well, I think thinking about the the stress move for sevens, they move to one. I mean it more in terms of their stance. It's not a reactive response to I we're not going over here. It's not right. a withdrawn response. It can be very abrupt. Right. Yeah, because it's decisive and and they're just gonna do it. Yeah. It, which is it, I in my experience of sevens, I don't have a lot of really close relationships on this front, but the you can care about a seven so much and they always come across as so warm and optimistic mm-hmm. and fun. So when you do get cut off, it's like, oh. Yeah, because it also comes with some some weirdly condescending judgment. Yeah, there's there's the one. Yeah, it's (laughs) like like that's that's I think where the the, that one place comes because it's like when they have that rejection and the frustration is is living in them. It's like it's not just that you don't want to go on an adventure with me. It's that you're no fun. So I'm going to leave. Yes, there it is. Yeah, and like that's that's the most basic version, of course. But like the the rejection, the the way that sevens leave in this unhealthy space, it is very much about like something wrong with you, and I'm out of here. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you what's wrong with you, and then I'm gonna leave. Mm-hmm. Probably can shotgun twenty eight things if they wanted to. Sure, could probably think through that list pretty quick. Yep. They need if if they need to get out of here, and and you want some more reasons, I'll give them to you. Right. Right. Especially if it'll accomplish the goal of getting, of opening a door. If I have to throw a bomb to open a door, I'll do it. That's what it is. Yeah. I think underneath all of this, just to wrap everything up in, I think TJ and I have talked about doing a series about this in the future. There is the underlying feeling is just all over a lot of these ideas. And Mm -hmm. so for eights, nines and ones, there's something about not just being angry because sometimes angry can be helpful and healthy, but when anger rules your life yeah, and when you enter those spaces, that's something that can be very, very destructive. And so too for two, three, four is when shame comes in, shame can motivate you in some ways and get you perhaps on a different path might, might, might be helpful, but shame when it rules can be, you know, an oppressor. Right. And even more so fear for five, sixes, and sevens. Talking about our underlying feeling and how they come into our relationships. 
you can't let it win. Right. You, you got to do those those activities that set your soul up to not be dominated by by those emotions because if right. you are that's going to be you're going to be in pain. Right. Uh we'll talk about that in the future some point. Probably. Bang. Affect. Good stuff. We did it. That we was, did it. Believe we are going to move this into the expert category when we <laughs> put it <laughs> On our uh, website, we by the way, if you have not seen this, on our website we've categorized all of our uh, podcast series according to level. If you got through this, there's some other expert series. If if you if you're like, yeah, I want more, um, well worth finding there at aroundthecircle.org. Um, you got any final thoughts on affect here? We've obviously been thinking a lot about affect for a long, long time, and and. Um, even more so over the last several weeks. And and one of the things that I keep coming back to is that like, like we have three main triads, intelligence center stance and coping style. And then there's this fourth triad. That's actually a really big deal. And it feels like this is the one that sort of like umbrellas and connects the other yep. three in really intense and interesting ways. And I'm glad that we talked about all of the other triads within this conversation, but, um, that there's there's so much to be said about how all of the other parts of your personality are touched by affect and like how those other triads interact with these things and like like if you do work in one of these things you're going to become more healthy in your affect and and like like there's a lot of good to be focused on with your affect, with with how you connect to other people and other other and the world. And I think if this is all really daunting, it's also true to say if you do stance work, you will have a better affect. If you do work on your primary motivation, you will have a bet a healthier affect. If you do work on your coping style and, and like that is part, like how you fight is part of how you interact and connect with other people. So like all of these things that they go together and there's, there's good work to be done here. And this should not be daunting because it's connected to everything else. Yep. Yeah. Just to piggyback on that. If you want just two things to work on, find our episodes under steps. One of them is hearts message and one of them is repressed centers. Yeah. I think something like that. Those two episodes are are the the things worth internalizing if you want to do work uh, in these spaces. Uh, thing that hit me is just again that kind of four. There's four big things going on in a relationship. There's what I offer you. There's how you receive it, and there's what you offer me and how I receive it. All four of those things need to have names in our closest relationships. Yep. Um, and if you can name them, it can give you power. It can give you understanding. It can. You know, if you have a good heart and a healthy personality and you're not weaponizing this material, uh, you know, it can do great good in making your relationships thrive. Right. Always worry about this. This is like, I don't worry about much, but I'm like, man, we're doing some some great work here. And if you wanted to take it and weaponize it, you could be like, you could you could really mess some oh, people yeah, up if totally. you want to. <laughs> it's one of the it's dangers like, of the Enneagram. It's a With good this thing. information, you can really do some damage. You don't you don't want tech falling into the wrong hands? <laughs> For example, large social media platforms. <laughs> this would be a bad thing. 
But isn't that all large social media platforms are? Done. <laughs> <laughs> it's a certain type of tech. Oh, sure. Okay. Tech is also like the pencil is technology as well. Right. But don't want those falling into the wrong hands either. I saw That's the true. Dark Knight. Those things you can you can get messed up by a pencil. <laughs> or uh or John Wick. Oh, John Wick. He does some damage with a pencil. <laughs> I listened to a podcast that said, What are they making these pencils out of? You know <laughs> <laughs> my pencil breaks when I sneeze. Right. If you have not seen John Wick yet, treat yourself. Also, you know what so would be So long awesome? as you're a, a fan of like really intense <laughs> action and violence, it, it's it's there's barely a story. It's very entertaining, and all it is is action and violence. Stylized. It's kind of a good world. Once they get into uh, the continent, is it the Continental, the hotel? Yeah. They yeah. got the coins. Yeah. Get to go to that bar. I want to go to a hotel where there's a tailor. I don't want to live in a world where there's that many assassins for hire. Uh, the fact that the assassins, <laughs> so, that you go into the hotel and you can talk to the assassins who are trying to assassinate you once you go out of the hotel. Sure, yeah. It's just my it's favorite great, thing. Yeah, great concept. Yeah. No fighting here. You know what also is amazing? What? Stars. Reviews. <laughs> <laughs> Podcast reviews. Like the stars? It would mean the world to us if uh, if you know people who are into Enneagram. It would mean the world to us if you want if you shared these episodes with somebody that you love, preferably those you want to talk about. You know how you're a relational person, and this is a great jumping off point. Had a conversation with uh, a couple just today that was fantastic for lunch on these matters. Secondly, we're TJ and I. Actually, even more importantly, if you got into this material, we we now have it in our heads and hearts. Now we're gonna it's gonna be clean. Uh, we meet every other Sunday, starting on October 9th online. And if you want to join us, uh, somewhere in the neighborhood of 20 to 30 people generally come, and we're going to be discussing this material: affect, high side, low side, and the rest. To get involved, just go to AroundTheCircle.org. Look for our online gatherings, and uh, we would we would love, love, love to have you. Uh, you can also see about a hundred other episodes that aren't on uh, what on Spotify or iTunes on our Patreon. That's also linked at AroundTheCircle.org, or you can just put in Patreon Around the Circle. You know what, TJ? What? Do you notice this fantastic jazz music that is playing in the background? I do. It's incredible. It this is, is by it's this really is by amazing. the Brian Claxton from right here in Greeley, Colorado. I saw Brian's wife the other day, and I had gotten to see Brian perform. Brian did a solo, and I went up to his wife, who's who's eight and a half months pregnant. I go, "Did you see the solo that he did? Was extraordinary." And she just looked at me and she goes, "I know." And it was like, like <laughs> just filled with joy and understanding. She also has a master's degree in percussion. Right. Um, intro music is by The Collection out of Greensboro, North Carolina. And that's what I got. You got anything else? I got nothing, man. He's TJ Wilson. He's officially scabby. Gonna get rid of that scab, those tattoos. <laughs> Clean it up. Gonna look all shiny here in a minute. That bright black, man, for the first two months, just love it. I'm excited about it. It's gonna shine. I'm Jeff Cook. I need to get some more tattoos, but you know what, TJ? What? Who you aren't isn't interesting, even if you don't, don't have tattoos. Yeah. But you can change. Everybody can change. I can change. I saw the end of Rocky 4. Ha, ha, ha.